Your life's not like anyone else's. And chances are you found yourself on adventures you never planned to take. It's all part of this crazy journey we call life. Learning how to embrace the unexpected while working to live your best life is not easy. But you've come to the right place. Because in my world, if it's highly unlikely, it's practically guaranteed to happen. I'm Lavina Perry, and this is the Highly Unlikely Podcast. Hello, and welcome to the Highly Unlikely Podcast. I want to spend today digging a little deeper into one of the strategies I gave you two weeks ago for handling challenging times with grace. And that thing is focus. As I was preparing for that episode, there was so much more that I wanted to discuss, but due to time constraints, I decided to give you the short version. So today, we're going to have a longer conversation about this topic because I think there are so many people that really struggle with this, and it's one of those topics that's so easy to just skip over, but it can have a huge impact on your ability to have success in the things you're striving for. For years, I knew there were things that I wanted to accomplish in life that I just never got around to pursuing. I was too busy just trying to survive day to day with raising special needs children and homeschooling, caring for my home, cooking all the meals, doing laundry, the mountains of laundry, handling the finances, taking care of the cars and the art. I mean, the list could just go on forever with all of the things that just need taking care of all the time. And it was a lot. And I didn't have very much time to spend on anything else outside of taking care of my responsibilities. My focus at that time was shared among so many different things that I didn't spend any significant time even thinking about where my focus should be or even where I wanted it to be. And as I was thinking about what I wanted to talk about today, I wondered if it would have made any difference in my life if someone had talked to me about the importance of focus. So I want to give that conversation to you today to give you the opportunity to really examine where your focus should be and where you want it to be, and then how you make that happen. Because I'm not really certain what the answer to that question is for myself. I mean, I'm pretty stubborn, and I felt like I was doing all of the things I needed to be doing, but I really would have loved it if someone had at least raised the topic for me, and so that's what I'm going to do for you. I just purchased a new 50 millimeter lens for my camera, and I couldn't wait to just get it out of the box and really see what it could do. So I snatched it off the front porch, raced to the kitchen to rip the box open, didn't even read the directions, just cast them aside, and ran upstairs to grab my camera off the tripod. I placed the new lens on the body of the camera, and I just listened to the very satisfying sound of it clicking into place. And then I went in search of my dog, because he can't avoid getting his picture taken by me. (laughs) So I snapped a few pictures in the living room and I just marveled at how well the camera functioned in low light. And then I headed outdoors to where my flowers are in full bloom. I adjusted the aperture, aimed my camera, paused, 
and pushed the shutter button down and waited for a moment while the shutter opened and then snapped shut. And then I pulled back the camera to examine the picture I had captured. And there on the screen was a perfectly focused image of brightly colored blooms with everything in the background blurred just enough so that you were still aware of it and it was recognizable. But there was no doubt that those colorful blooms were the subject of my photo. It was a glorious moment, just relishing in the beauty of this picture I had just captured. But I recognized that there was something deeper to that. Because if you're using a camera to take pictures, but you don't focus on anything, you just randomly snap pictures as you move the camera around, you will capture either nothing but a blur or an overall big picture. And if you don't adjust the settings on the camera to focus in on something specific, you may have a crisply focused picture, but it won't be clear what you were trying to capture, which is fine for a landscape photo or looking at a, a large scene. It's very nice. But if you're trying to capture just one thing, you need to focus in on the subject and blur everything else out. Only then can you capture something truly amazing. And your life is the same way. You can spend all of your children's formative years just moving about frantically, trying to survive, keeping up with demands and doing everything all at once, accomplishing nothing truly meaningful. Or you can pause, focus on the important things, and come away with something amazing, beautiful, and meaningful memories. You can spend all of your 20s flitting from job to job, party to party, friend to friend, feeling that you haven't quite found your place in the world, and never pause to focus on what you want long term. Or you can stop for a moment, focus on what you want your life to look like in the future, and start working towards it. And you can come away with the life you dreamed of. Focus is what allows you to capture what you want in life. But how do you focus on what's important when you can't even keep up with the things that you need to do on a daily basis just to survive? Business Insider addresses this issue, and they provided a great list of nine things you can do to stay focused. And that list is includes many of the things we have talked about on this show, and I will post the link in the show notes for you. And it includes things like limiting yourself to one to three goals. Rather than having a list of 20 things that you want to accomplish by the end of the year, you just pick your top three, and those are the goals that you're going to focus on. Having a vision board. We did a whole episode on vision boards and how powerful they are. Have you created your vision board yet? Creating milestones. That's part of that roadmap that we talked about creating with your, your big goal at the end and all of the stops along the way to track your progress. Keeping a progress journal. This is something we've also discussed in depth, the importance of writing down your goals and keeping track of where you're at with it. What are you struggling with? What are your successes? How are you feeling? What are you grateful for? And really using a journal to adjust and make changes where needed to see what's working and what's not working and writing down where you're at and the things that 
you're working on so that you can go back and see the progress that you've made, the changes that you've made, how things have changed for you in your life. And that journaling is an important part of focus and having a plan. Again, that's the roadmap that shows you if I want to go from point A to point B, the plan is the roadmap of how you're going to get there, the things that you need to accomplish in order to make it to your big goal. And a really important one that we talked about last week, one of the strategies we talked about, learning to say no. And I think this one is just, it's so big because I feel like, at least I felt for myself, that I felt a lot of pressure to do everything that everyone asked me to do, to just figure out how to squeeze in one more thing, how to fulfill one more obligation, how to do one more thing for one more person. And we have to learn that if we want, if we have things that are really important to us that we want to focus on in our lives, that we have to learn to say no to some things so that we have the time and the energy for the things that are really important to us. If having really great relationships with your kids is one of the important things that you want to focus on, and as part of that goal that you have for yourself, you have mapped out the way to have a a really strong relationship with your child requires that you spend X amount of time every day in a one-on-one conversation or a one-on-one activity with that child because that child's love language is quality time, then accepting an obligation or a request from someone else to take that time that you were supposed to spend with your child doing something else, that's going to prevent you from being able to achieve that really great relationship with your child that you were working on. Now, if you feel that you could fulfill this obligation or this request with your child and that that could actually be the quality time that you spend with that child that day, just taking them one-on-one and then they can be your helper and you can spend that time with them, and you make that as a conscious decision that okay, I can fulfill this goal, I can work on this goal of having this great relationship while fulfilling this obligation, then that's a conscious choice that you can make. But pushing aside this important thing that you want for yourself so that you can do something for someone else or fulfill some outside obligation, that's actually going to act as a roadblock to achieving the thing that you wanted to achieve, which was a great relationship with your child. So the point of of this is to start intentionally looking at your life and what it is that you want to do. What is it that you want to achieve? And then everything else just needs to blur into the background. You can still be aware of it. It can still be recognizable. It can still be on the periphery of what you're doing and what you're spending the bulk of your time and energy on, but you have the focus on the most important things. And I think it's really important to note, there is no secret here. The strategies and tools that will allow you to be successful in every area of your life are the same across the board. I talk about them here on this show. I talk about them in my blog. There are literally thousands of people who talk about productivity, career success, academic success, entrepreneurship, relationships, and they all talk about the same strategies. Because these are the strategies that work no matter what you are trying to achieve. 
So if you're trying to be a better mom and you really struggle with having better relationships with your children or to be more intentional in your mothering, you will use the same strategies as someone who is trying to scale their business. Identify your priorities, set your goals, map it out, set your milestones, track your progress, make a vision board. And the whole point of all of this is to create a scenario in your life where you can focus on what's most important to you and let everything else blur into the background. Creating this foundation for your life is so important. When you find yourself facing a difficult challenge, because you will find yourself facing a difficult challenge at some point, having this foundation already established will allow you to continue to focus on the important things, to better care for yourself, to better care for the important relationships in your life, and keep moving forward through the challenge rather than getting caught up in the chaos and having things fall apart around you. And that's why you should take the time now to establish the foundations for success in your own life. And that's all I have for you today. Until next time, take care of yourself, be kind, and live your best life. If you enjoyed today's episode of the Highly Unlikely Podcast, you can find more by following me on Facebook at A Highly Unlikely Life or find me on the web at a highly unlikely life.com. And don't forget to subscribe.